Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. And today on Dawn of Justice Minute, we're talking about minute number 88, which starts with a uh, word breaking out that the Superman has arrived over the Capitol building. And then the minute's going to end with Kahina Ziri starting to notice someone behind her. Do you think she's noticing him? Probably not, no. It's a busy... You don't... Mm, mm. I have a question about that. We'll get there when we get there. All right, sidebar. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we cut to Smallville, Kansas. Martha Kent is working in a restaurant uh, to pay the bills. Um, and uh, even... Here in Smallville, they everyone is everyone around the world is watching this news coverage. I thought you were gonna say everyone's hurting. <laughs> like Martha has to work in a restaurant to pay the bills and You making a joke about the recession? I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Superman's mom has to is, is hurting. Yeah. I mean Superman can't work for everyone. I get it, man. I'm it's kidding. It's not like Superman's robbing banks to give money to his mom. Uh, that's what the rogues do. Um, but anyways, yeah, yeah. She she's watching the news coverage as well. Everyone is is now glued to the TVs because he actually showed up, mm-hmm. and I guess people were just expecting him because he doesn't owe anyone anything. He doesn't have to show up if he didn't want to. Do you think that people were expecting him not to show up? Um. Well, he had he had the ability to not show up of course and that would but that would be against his character to not show up i don't know it seemed like when she was like calling him and he was watching on the tv saying like hey we call you to the place of the people to show Mm -hmm. up it seemed like he was he had some doubt and that like there was you know should i show up should i not show up anyway um i don't know like if he didn't show up would they have just been waiting there all day to see if he would show up would they have called it like after an hour or something yeah but um the the idea is that they believe um that if he didn't show up that he would think he was above the law and you know this is his way of saying i want you guys to i want you guys to believe that i'm here to do the right thing Mm mm-hmm that I'm here to help. Um, you know, I'm not abiding to the law that you guys set, and you'll have to trust me. Kind of like what he said at the end of Man of Steel. Yeah. And this is what that is. Um, so, of course, he's going to show up because he wants to earn their trust and he wants to be trusted. Um, and that's that's what's going on here. So he shows up. Everyone is surprised Everyone except the main players are surprised that he showed up. Uh, immediately, Martha Kent is like short of breath. She's like... It's her son, man. Yeah, that's her son. He's... He's on the TV. He's Yeah, but it's like for the mo- for terrifying reasons. Like he's here or, or there. You know, this, this is heavy duty, you know, because she cares so much about him. He he, she wants the people to side in favor with Superman. She wants 
she wants things to go right. And, uh, you know, that's just a scary situation. She wants people to side with Superman? Not side, but, like, she wants people to believe in him. Like, she believes in him. Like, to know who he really is. Like, she knows who he really is. Yeah. Not, right. like, a, not like secret identity kind of thing, but, like, Lois, the, the good guy. The people who know who he is and fully believe in him, like Lois Lane and Martha Kent, mm-hmm. she wants nothing more than for people to feel the same way. Yeah. And to definitely not think the complete opposite, which is what most people do. And so this is one of those moments where it's like he showed up, he's going to do everything he believes in because that's who he is. But will people... uh Will people believe that? Will people buy it? Not buy it or like fall for it, but like, will people, will, I don't know. Understand. Yeah, will people finally understand by the end of this hearing? And, and that's what she's worried about is that they will orchestrate this hearing into a, here are all the evidence of why you're not wanted here, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what she's fearing the most is that he's going to get played into looking like, just an alien yeah that's what's scary to her and she doesn't want that to happen um which this hearing could have been just that it could have definitely been that um and i don't know if that's what senator finch wants as well is to show that he's a loose cannon or anything like that like i know she knows the truth and everything but that doesn't absolve superman of the ability to do whatever he wants kind of thing. Like the, yeah, this trial isn't about... Oh, see, that's so weird. See, this... Like, the basis of the trial, like, Senator Finch still has to go in and sit down in that chair and actually have a, uh, a hearing about what Cal was doing beyond the border mm-hmm. of America, like, acting or in, just in... acting unilaterally. Mm-hmm. Um, but after knowing that Lex Luthor set up that initial incident in Nairobi, shouldn't Senator Finch be like, hey, pause, we need a recess. I just got some information that like changes this entirety of our argument. No, you Or just, is it still... You still bring that to the table. You still bring up, hey, Superman, you're crossing borders without consent of everything. Yeah. Like that's still the issue, not whether or not he should be doing it. No, that's still, that's still in question. It doesn't... Like, take away what happened in Iromi, and you still have to explain every other decision you make, whether... Like the Russian uh, spaceship. Yeah, that, or, you know, you deciding to to save people in Mexico, and... Yeah. Like, who cares if it turned out good or bad? The outcome of Nairomi is not more important than you being there in the first place, you know? Yeah, hang on. We got the air raid signal sirens going off, so. <sighs> they found us out, boyos. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, man. We get it. How big is this neighborhood that There's they a have fire. to drive through? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to tell the whole, you don't need to wake everybody up. We can see the flames. We get it. <laughs> um. All right, so. He says, it still doesn't change, like, Senator Finch going into this trial, like, and knowing all of these things that Lex's, Lex's pretty much plan that was all set up, it still doesn't change the fact that Superman needs to answer for 
I see it only as a border dispute. For the government. For the government, yeah. That's all they give a shit about. Yeah, it's for the government. It's like, in the end of Man of Steel, uh, Swanwick had that whole thing like how do we not how do we know you're not going to act in america's act against america's best interest that idea that sentence is what is this like the government actually Mm -hmm. asking that so instead of just a general in the army asking that like okay when the u.s government has to ask that question they have to have a whole hearing about it and that's the agenda of this this hearing okay that's what the that's and that's what martha kent is afraid of is that they this whole hearing is just an agenda to paint the picture that you are a a dog without a leash. Yeah. And that, you know, and regardless of the truth about Nairomi, that question still stands. Mm-hmm. And we need to address that. Because if he was under America's, you know, watch and he did act only for America then incidents like Nairomi would have been an easy like, no, he didn't do any of that because we told him not to and he did not and he did this and he didn't do that. Everything that we ordered him to. Ordered him? Yeah, exactly. It sounds rough, but they have to take responsibility of anything that he does if he concedes to their their will. Yeah. And that's what they're trying to say. And it might actually help them. You know, they could, you know, Senator Finch could say, if you obeyed um, the ruling of our U.S. government, then you would have been fine about Nairobi. You would have never been blamed for any of that. Like, that's an incentive right there. Kind of like, um, I don't know, like, if you, (laughs) that's just, that would, that right there would be, that would work for her, you know? Yeah. Not only would uh, Superman not be blamed, but, you know, yeah, this is, I feel like that's just, that works for her more than anything. Um, so we get, uh, we get some last bit of dialogue between Lex Luthor and Senator Finch before she heads in. She's, uh, she's taking off one beige overcoat to put on a more, white sport coat and white is supposed to be a symbol for innocence uh, i don't know it's just getting more, taking off one pair of off-white clothing to put another white yeah. clothing on and innocence man innocence um and it plays to what lex is saying as she's putting her coat on oh yeah yeah you know? um but i don't know if i've never all that white doesn't make you look any more innocent it's true um so I've never heard this oldest lie in America. So clearly, it's not uh, the oldest lie in America. Where does that come from? Is that power is innocent? Where does where does that? That's a thing. Like people just know that. I don't understand. I one of the things I never really got. Like it's supposed to be a, like a a stinging tagline. I remember it being in the trailers. Mm-hmm. I remember it being all over the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you know the oldest lie in America is that power is innocent. What does that mean? And if it is the oldest line in America, if it is like this big old stinging tagline, why am I? Why have I never heard it? I don't think anyone has ever said power can be innocent. I think there's only the saying that power. 
it's a, such a weird way. Like I, I've heard like can't be all good and all powerful. I've heard that before. I've heard it from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, the oldest th- line in America is that power is innocent. What does that? How is that the oldest lie in America? When America was being created, you know, was the lie then that, hey, I don't know, like democracy was a thing that was creating America. Was that a thing like, hey, democracy is innocent? Hey, there's no power in democracy because it's in the hands of the people, and like in a sense, that's innocence. Mm-hmm. Is that what that is? Could be. But really, democracy isn't in the hands of the people. So there is no innocence. It's like what Amajok said too. Is like no one is. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly what Amajok said. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and we hear it a lot, you know, like oh, like like no one is neutral, no one is innocent, like um, there is no um, you cannot be all good, you cannot, and at the same time, cannot be all, all powerful. There's no wrong way to. Skin a peach. I'm sorry. What is that the phrase? I don't know. I've never heard that one. Uh, someone. But we hear it so much in this film, and it's like, is that what is Superman falling into that, or is Superman supposed to break that wheel of like, no, I am both. I am all good and I am all powerful. Oh, you think no, he we'll is? Say, we'll save it for that minute when we get to it, I guess. But, um. Because Johnny will have some thoughts on that. But, yeah, like, he says, the oldest line in America is that um, is that power can be innocent. And, you know, I am inclined to agree to that in this moment. Not talking about Superman, because we'll save that for later, but... You is, know. is he supposed to be, like, taking a shot at Senator Finch? Yeah. What is, what's the... Where's the insult here? The insult is that their agenda to prove Superman is a is a loose cannon mm-hmm. and that they are the answer. And it's like you're not the answer. The answer is to not is like is to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> but like no one is innocent is what he's saying. Is like, you know, that power can be innocent. Is like he's he's admitting himself as being flawed, but you must also realize that you, a person in power, is not innocent. You are no no more innocent uh, than Superman, than I am. Or King George. Or, you know, or Batman. None of you are innocent. Yeah. You know, the... And maybe, maybe that stems from Lex Luthor's childhood, where his father you know seemed like uh an oppressor in his life or something or an abuser and you know he hates all that and you know he's over it it's there's a lot of similarities to civil war which is why we bring it up or at least i bring it up a lot like yeah. the movies are pretty much the same movie um except one kind of starts at justice league and the other one destroys the avengers but the the villain is over superpowered beings whether they're politicians or they're actual superheroes who's the villain ultron no zemo oh and zemo is just oh civil war okay yeah and zemo is just some character who's like he would probably say the same thing as that power is never innocent 
and I'm just a guy who suffered, and I'm here to make all of you destroy each other with all the power that you have. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to make you guys destroy each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on here is you have people in power in the government getting mad at someone with actual physical power. And if y'all just rip each other apart, I can watch from the sidelines. And I've done my job. Wants, yeah. yeah, and get both, mm-hmm. you know. Eliminate those who stand against him in all aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, so good on you, Mr. Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if at all he was thinking um, after his whole plan, if this would open up the doors to him being on the political circuit. Oh, yeah, President Luther. <laughs> yeah. Could happen. I mean, it can't happen now because he's been arrested. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, well, then again, there's plenty of presidents in our history that have been arrested and have a lot of yep. bad history. And still... You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, he's probably like, hey, a few senator seats opened up. Throw my name into that hat. Yeah, exactly. Senator Luther. You could always buy your way in, right? Exactly. Um, and before she heads in, well, one of the first thing he says... Uh, do you want to say a line? <laughs> um, you're going to be on the hot seat in there, Junebug. That one? <laughs> that one, exactly. It's a good... As soon as I heard Jesse's, that... Jesse's like, his delivery of that is so... I like his delivery on anything. In this it movie. really is. It really is good. Because he knows that it's like a play on words. Like, he knows everything. It's just a play on what he's going to be doing. And, and it's just like, he's just toying with you. It's, yeah. He's really good at... Is it condescending? Is it what is it's condescending for sure. It's it's oh, so good. It's so confident. Yeah. He knows he's he's won. He's mm-hmm. he three steps ahead, he's already know he's won. It's a checkmate in like the long run. Yeah. He's I like, really do want to applaud him on his Lex Luthor, his ability to act out this character. Mm-hmm. I know everybody not everybody, but there's a lot of people clearly that, you know, it's just they didn't like it, but I would if I could get this man in a room and be like, "Hey, man, yo, you played Lex Luthor, like you did that." Yeah, and it, you know what people don't like about his portrayal is just the portrayal itself. Yeah, if you're about the portrayal, then you're about that. You're like, yeah, he did really good. He, I like, I can see the argument being like, he did a really good performance. I just didn't want that performance. Is that what, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like Henry Cavill does an amazing job at who he has to be. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to see that Superman. Like, there's that argument. Yeah, I get, I get, yeah. Like, Ben Affleck does a really good Batman that he's supposed to do, but I didn't want that Batman. Okay, that's like, that's just... That's what's that's you complaining about that. Oh well, that's not my Batman. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, not yeah. My Lex Luthor. Yeah, like, no. Oh, and and, on, I, and I hate that argument because yeah. it's like, it's like I may not like. I may not like what I. I didn't get what I wanted mm-hmm. out of the film. Um, I didn't <laughs> Star Wars, where it's like, oh, that's not how I wanted it to go down. Yeah, it's and so, and it's like, yeah, but you can't. 
you can't critique the film because you didn't get the movie that you never directed. Yeah. Like, this is... That's an annoyance. This is Zack Snyder's story. This is George Lucas' uh, prequels. This is Ryan Johnson's The Last Jedi. It's not your The Last Jedi. And so you have to go into it going, did he at least do a good job with what he wanted to do? You could say yes or no. Yeah. If this is Zack Snyder's Ultimate Edition... You have to be like, okay, this is his story that he wrote. Does he do a good job with his story? Yeah. Yeah. And you just not being a fan of that is optional. And mm-hmm. that is in no way a critique. I get it. But I'm just saying, if I could get... Not only do I think Jesse Eisenberg does a good Lex Luthor, I'm also a fan of the Lex Luthor. That's, That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. I think, yeah. Okay. You cannot be a fan of it. But don't deny that it wasn't a good performance. That's very true. Yeah. Like, this kid is acting circles around people in this movie. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are acting their freaking hearts out in this movie, for real. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, play on words. So, hearing hearing is about to begin. Um, But we got to talk about two characters in another scene that is going to be tying up loose ends starting tomorrow but what happens in this one uh what happens in this one is that Kahina's waiting for a subway and uh smooth cannoli anatoli here is just keep on creeping mm-hmm. um yeah but you said in the beginning that she starts to notice that someone is behind her i don't know if she's noticing that it's um it might be like that feeling of like being watched like the look on on her face does look like someone that's like oh i'm uneasy right now especially at the last second of this clip where you see her like look down anatoly's got his eye on the prize he's about to do some pushing and shoving i know Um, it's yeah (laughs) you know what's coming you know so if you do know what's coming is this a common fear like is there a i've that's fucked up yeah it is (laughs) fucked up but i've only rid I've only, the hell I've out of me now. <laughs> well, how often do you go on subways? I've only been on a subway when I'm in the city. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, see, I've only been on the subway four. I love the subway times. system. I love being in. Subway I think it's system. fun. It's great. I, I enjoy it. I it love gets the, to a point where the, like the gritty sleaziness of it. Yeah, it was all right when I had to go from. <laughs> it's all right. uh, where did I have to go to? Um, point A to point B. Yeah, we got it. And what happened? Where was I? Brooklyn to Manhattan mm-hmm. and like it got to a point where you're like all right I'm done I'm done <laughs> yeah like, we can get off here. like six stops in and I still had like eight more to go or something like that I was like oh come on all right and then it got to a point where I was watching the time where it was like okay well if I'm at this point at you know 8 45 and I still have six more stops to go I'm going to make it to my destination at 10 o'clock mm-hmm. and like that was when I had to realize like Oh shit! That's the commuter side of me. That's got to like come about. There's a this nap. isn't enjoyable anymore. <laughs> There's a nap. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah. What is and then you can all, well, you can switch your Google Maps to uh, public transportation as well. So, and New York, it does it by yourself. It's an iPhone. It's called Maps. What did I say? Google Maps. Oh yeah. All right. Well, it does the same both ways. Anyway, 
I have an iPhone, but I use Google Maps. I don't use the Apple Maps. Sometimes you just sucks. know when someone's behind you. Yeah, I I know that feeling, and I think that's what she's getting right now. But my main question is, is this an actual, a real concern in the subway system? Like, people pushing people in front of trains? Or is it like, I know that there's security guards and stuff like that, and I know you're supposed to stand behind the yellow line, but is it often that... I know that like suicides are a big thing in subways and like jumping on the tracks or whatever, but murder <laughs> in plain plain sight right there. I don't know. That is a terrifying terrifying question. It is a terrifying question because what's stopping literally any random person that you're waiting in line for or waiting for the subway to show up for any random person to decide like, like, like I'm going to push that guy. What if there's a serial pusher? That's what I'm saying. That's fucked up. Yeah. Like, it was it a big thing? Is it a big thing? Um, people that live in the city and, and do public transportation, please tell me. Is that me. a constant fear for you guys? Yeah. Yeah, let me know. I just hang out by the stairs until it shows up. Yeah, I did that. And then um, I had to pee really bad. So, like, that, that's a law. You can't piss in the subway. And I definitely pissed in the subway. What do you mean you pissed in the subway? I was waiting for my train and I had to pee really bad and I didn't want it. There was no, I wasn't about to go back up. So you like did the homeless shtick? Hell yeah, I did the homeless shtick and went under the, went under the stairs and let it go. And I was like, all right. You're you're a clown. I had to, man. I mean, I might, if it's, if I'm going to get fined for saying that right now on air or whatever, fuck it. It happens, but hey. Johnny opened one of those security gates that you're not the emergency exit gates and let a whole family through. Like the big, like, yeah, the, District you know, Nine looking ones that are like the bars. Yeah, and that stuff. like keep, uh, like, because this family was like, yo, can you let us? But they, I don't know what, they like lied to her or something. And she was like, it was just one dude. And she mm-hmm. was like, oh, I'll let you in. Yeah, that's no problem. And like, open the emergency exit so they can get in without using the passes or whatever because mm-hmm. they didn't own any and then as soon as he had the door open he called his entire family of like 16 Damn. through and we like me johnny's friend just looked at her and was like you cannot do that you would if there was a police officer you would have been arrested mm-hmm. and taken away immediately and she was like i just thought he got locked out or something and it's yeah. like you can't <laughs> do that <laughs> that is yeah there was um like one of his one of Johnny's friends friend like like slipped through the subway ticket reader mm-hmm. at one point and it was immediately just like boom got yeah yeah and they they, they I think they lessened it just recently but before it was such a harsh punishment for just trying to evade yeah jump in the subway rails yeah. and stuff yeah what are you going to do yeah. buy buy a metro card that's buy what you're a metro do. card yeah. supreme has one now Supreme the brand? Yeah. They have a Metro card? Yeah, and people are getting killed for it. What do you mean? It's, I'll tell you off air. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us at DCU Minutes and the Facebook group DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. Don't forget, on the weekends, um, for $5 on Patreon, you can get access to some more bonus content. One being the DC DLC bonus weekend show that Nate and I do where we review comic books um, like Doom Patrol, Injustice, and other cool, crazy graphic novels. Um, Tarantino Minute. We go uh, track by track through all of Tarantino's music that is used in all his films. Currently going through all the music in Reservoir Dogs. And then the first Saturday of every month is a special bonus episode 
that includes the entire cast uh, of Two Old Media, which Alyssa, Johnny, Mike, Nathan, and I. And we get together and we just talk about random stuff. Um, our latest episode is reviewing uh, The Last Jedi, which just came out uh, back in mid-December. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.